one is a ranch-raised Montana cowgirl. Her book was probably much better in this double feature. <laughs> and we went with the original pick. Anyways, welcome. <laughs> welcome to the Phoenix Nest, the podcast where bad bitches read romance. I'm not cutting that out. I'm Jess. <laughs> and I'm Kat. And we're recording in person today, and it's really exciting. <laughs> um, we're going to be discussing Talk Cowboy to Me by Carolyn Brown. Yes. Uh, but before we get into that, we'd like to remind you to rate and subscribe on your preferred podcast platform and follow us on social media. You can find us at the PHX Nest Pod on Instagram and PHX Pod on Twitter. You can also email us at thephoenixnestpod at gmail.com. The links to our social media can be found in the description along with the link to our Goodreads and our favorite independent bookstore, Mostly Books. Cat. Yes. You picked this one. I did. How do you feel about your pick? Guilty. <laughs> but um, not in the good way. I would like to state that you should feel guilty. I Yeah, okay. So everyone who listens knows that essentially what happens is because there's only two of us now. Mm-hmm. We choose a theme. Mm-hmm. And then we each choose a book within that theme, and we go through, depending on the process, right? So it could be new releases that are falling under that theme. It could be top-rated ones or top-reviewed books that we have seen around for a while. But we look for stuff. Mm -hmm. So Jess picked the last episode's book, and I picked this one. Yep. Um, And... You, so <laughs> you have some splaining to do. So usually, so the way I usually pick books is that I would read the back, the blurbs for <laughs> if I have to pick them online. Mm-hmm. If it's in real life and I'm looking at like a shelf in Barnes and Noble, I open the book and I read a page and see if I hate it or not. Cat's really good about like just the middle of the book reading yeah. and then saying I want to continue this or not. And this is just kind of proving that that's a better way for me to do this <laughs> than reading the back blurb. Um, so when we were deciding all of our kind of categories, we ran into a lot of problems because some of the categories are really niche. Mm-hmm. And what that means is that you then have to like go specifically through like Avon books yep. or whatever the publisher is. Harlequin. And Avon and Harlequin have like really big databases. And so we kind of went that way. And so I picked this one based on it sounded like a fun read was mm-hmm. the first one based on the description I'll read shortly. <laughs> And that the cover was more of a modern, contemporary-feeling cover. He wasn't half-naked. Right. It wasn't, like, a completely unbuttoned shirt. And, like, it was more like what you would see on, like, a country CD cover. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, because we've read some kind of country-feeling books that have very country-feeling titles. Yes. And so this one is Talk Cowboy to Me, which sounds kind of like a sexy country love song. Yeah. And I was like, all right, if we're drawn on like some Luke Bryan, Jason Aldean vibes, I don't like either of those men as <laughs> as individuals, but like their music, right? Yeah. And so I was like, okay, so the cup the the cover couples with the description that sounded kind of fun mm-hmm. is what made me choose this. Mm-hmm. That said, it's terrible. And we're going to explain why over the next like 45 or so minutes. I took notes. I think we struggled to find any redeemable quality in this book and not even redeemable in a way like okay so like we've read terrible books yep. and we always acknowledge that we pick them because it's bad romance or whatever it is mm-hmm. or it's just like wow that's not what we expected from the description yep this is basically exactly what the description that i'm going to read is yep but the worst possible version of it so there's no creepy like 
evil ex that's after them. There's no, like, incest. Like, it's not those kinds of books. It just wasn't. It's not, like, super controlling. It wasn't for us. It was very basic. It might be for someone who's more, what's the word, like, genteel? Yeah. Then we are, like, more, like, fanning themselves when the kiss is too spicy on the screen. As someone who just just read six books based off of an entire family of psychopathic serial killers who have just the absolute hottest sex, this book was not for me. This book was not for me. We are not those women, is is also a thing. Mm -hmm. We're not, like, super conservative or, like... I don't know how to put it. Like, we're not trying to prove ourselves in any way virtue or no. or ability outside of the bedroom or any of that. And I feel like this had a lot of that in it. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get into that as we go through the basic plot. Um, as far as, like, formulaic romances go, this is definitely ranked as, like, probably one of the most formulaic you could ask for. Yes. Like, I told Jess at one point, I'm pretty sure a bot wrote this. We there. I want it's on my like, notes. It's almost like someone spat out like um an a-, a Mad Lib, but like a country romance Mad Lib, and we just like entered things into the lines. Where is my note? I have an entire. I left. If you guys hear anything weird, anything strange, this cat cat is in my house, and Angus, my kitten, my brand new kitten, does not really like people. He does not know people yet. And every time he catches sight of Cat, he loses his mind and runs, but he doesn't know what he's doing. And like, so I can't see him right now and he can't see me, so he's probably okay. But as soon as he like pops his head over the, the console between us, he'll be like, Oh hell no. <laughs> he does that thing. Have you ever seen videos of cats in like trucks and then the owner of the truck comes and the cats scatter and they mm-hmm. can't they can't find their way out of the truck? Mm-hmm. That is what he's doing. Like bouncing off the walls. Yeah, he is. I know I took a note that said something along the lines of this is proof why this book was written by a bot, but I don't know where that note is because I have a long note in my phone. So we're going to pretend like it's here. We'll find it later. It's That's whatever. how much Jess disliked it. Like, we haven't been making really long lists for discussion. We've been kind of winging it and, like, working our way through the plot when we do stuff lately. And that works well for us. But she disliked this so intensely that she took notes on it. They're, they're not even good notes. <laughs> they're just things in this like book. Like angry notes? Yes, things that <laughs> pissed me off. So read the synopsis. Okay. Let's get into this. It, okay, here we go. Talk cowboy to me. One cowboy, one cowgirl, one ranch. Adele O'Donnell knew that Double Deuce Ranch had to be hers the second she walked onto the property. Freshly divorced, she sees it as the perfect spot for her and the kids to start a new life. Who will win the Double Deuce by the 4th of July? Remington Luckado was always a carefree playboy until his suddenly orphaned nephews became his responsibility. The Double Deuce Ranch would be the perfect place to raise two boys, but some fiery woman is fighting him for it and Remington is not sharing, no matter how the sparks fly when he and Adele are together. Um, The reviews on the back here Mm -hmm. say, Sweet, sizzling chemistry. Delightful. Where? On the back of my cover. No, I'm asking where in the book. Where? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't make it up. And then the second one says, full of sass and spunk. Again, where? So let's address a couple of things. The names of the people. Remington Luckado. 
Luck a do. Luck a doe. How do you, I don't. I think it's doe, like bow. Yeah. Luck a doe. Luck a doe. It's. Um, so, okay. So let's clarify. Carolyn Brown is the author of these and she has a series of books that comes before this even happens mm-hmm. and explores like different families in Texas um, that are like specifically ranchers or bronc busters or whatever. And the Luckado family is part of that. And so she has a whole series about them. And she has some, some names for the other series, like Spurs and I don't remember what it said. We, but let's the, pref- it's, a, it's a world. Let's preface this by saying that if we forget things from this book, it's because we read this via the library. We don't have these books <laughs> in our hands right now. Yeah. My copy has been returned because the second I finished it, I said, ew, get it off my Kindle. <laughs> You're like, no, thank you. Exactly. Um. So anyways, Kaylin Brown, I think you looked her up and she doesn't even live in Texas. She was born in Texas, but she was raised in Oklahoma. That's an entirely different state. You don't get to write so. books. No, that would be like me writing books about Oregon. The inconsistencies. Okay. The just um, everything. Neither of us are from Texas. Nope. I've never lived in Texas. I've only visited Texas and hated it. I've driven through it. And um, the little that I know about Texas is all about it's like the go big or go home, don't mess with Texas kind of feel. Mm-hmm. And I understand that there is a lot of ranching. There is a lot of bronc busting. There is a lot of the stuff that we like read in this book. I don't quite know how some of this works, though, because a lot of Texas, from what – I've seen and what I understand is very turned around. And so for the plot of this book, we have a really weird mixture of like super ultra conservative and then like, it's okay. You're divorced and have kids and you're living. That's scandalous. You're living with another man. It's scandalous that you're 35 and have children and want to find love. And that you're a woman rancher. Literally one of my notes, 35 with kids is too old to find love cool (laughs) it's just it's just very strange okay so the basic outline of this is that there is this ranch for sale Mm -hmm. in like middle of nowhere texas it's nakona nakona is is the place yep and there are two people interested in purchasing this ranch land and it comes fully intact so it comes with the cattle it comes with the horses it comes with everything including the furniture right down to the annoying rooster that doesn't know when to crow and <laughs> crows at night and seven in the morning. Jerry Lee. His name's Jerry Lee. And it comes with the dog named Boss, which I think is also weird. Um, yeah. And so it's like lock and key. Right? It's ready to go. And these two people are Remington and Adele. And they both want it because they think it'd be like the perfect idealistic place to raise their families. Adele is newly divorced, newishly divorced. It's been like two years. I it's hard to tell in her timeline, honestly. The because, timeline doesn't make sense. Well, it doesn't make sense because her husband basically abandoned her, but didn't divorce her until later because they have two kids together. Yeah. So she has her two daughters, and one of them I thought they were younger, and then we find out one of them's fourteen. What even is that one's name? I didn't write it down. I wrote the other one name, the other one down because the other one's name is Jet Jet Cassandra. The Jet fuck? Cassandra, and let me hold it up. Was it Bella? I think it's Bella. So, okay. So then Remington, who they call Remy, has um, his brother tragically dies in a car accident Mm -hmm. and his brother's wife. Um, And so he 
is the youngest and he's unmarried and he is somehow put in charge in the will of his two nephews who are close in age to Adele's girls and that's Nick and Leo. It's, it is Bella. It is Bella, okay. Uh-huh. So they both have valid reasons for wanting the space. They think it's perfect. And the owner, Walter, says, I'm going on vacation for a month. On a cruise. On a cruise with my lady friend. Y'all take care of it, and whoever does the best when I return, you get to buy my ranch. Mm -hmm. I have some questions about this. Firstly, if Walter is not there to supervise, how does he know who's done the best? Is that just like a southern honesty thing? It was clearly a setup. It was clearly a setup. It was just very thinly veiled. Incredibly thinly veiled. So, so he leaves and leaves them in charge. And they're there, and they're competing, and they've done things pretty um, evenly. Like, they divide the days of who's cooking and who's shopping, who's cleaning. Mm-hmm. They all chip in for, like, groceries when they buy, but they cook for everyone. They they divide and conquer all the chores and all of the, like, things that need to be fixed. Part of me at the beginning was, like, is Walter just, like, super underhanded and wants him to fix up his ranch, and then he'll be like, sucks for you, it's mine. He left, he left knowing full well that the AC was going out. And there was a big-ass hole in the fence. What a And dick. the cattle got out at one point. And then they got skunked. This old man knew what the fuck it's he was doing. It's just a lot. It's just a lot. So, that's kind of it. They go through the motions of, they both attend church on Sundays, they both hang out with their family who live nearby in neighboring counties or towns. Mm-hmm. Um, the the kids don't get along, and then they start to get to know each other, and they, they're like, we're so happy to have brothers, we're so happy to have sisters. And then their respective adult siblings for Remington and Adele are like, I think you're in love. And they're like, oh, no, that can't be. I'm too old to fall in love. They're in their 30s, they're mid-30s. In their 30s. Yep. And, but- and then Remy... We're going to say Remy because Remington's just going. But he's like, she deserves someone way better than me. She doesn't deserve someone with my reputation. So we have that whole hang up because he's, he's the playboy. Yep. He's like, he's he's into anyone easy on the eyes. And nobody would want Adele because Adele comes with two daughters and a divorce. And her and ex-husband's on diamonds. And she's tall and red-haired. Yes. Which is apparently like a really weird thing for the South. It's a no-no. And it does sound like she is very tall. Like, she sounds like she's maybe 5'10". Probably. Um, when he describes her. Without her boots on. Right. Because they talk about how close she is to his height and how nice that is. Yeah. That she doesn't have to look up at him very Very far. much. Like, it's, it's just a small distance. Because he's like 6-something, like 6'2 or something. He's probably a normal average height as opposed he is to... He's 6 foot. Our normal... She is 5'10 and it's perfect. Our normal 6'6 six six oh heroes. <laughs> Give that to me. That's fine. <laughs> so they go through all this stuff. Um, there's some, like, other underlying storylines in there that don't really need to be in there, and they don't really amount to anything. The old lady? Who is a lovely addition, but was not necessary. I loved her. She's probably my favorite yeah, part of the entire she book. She fine. The kittens didn't really matter. No. Um, like, just, just stuff that, like, was... By the wayside. It just wasn't important. It's like I told you last night. This book is told, and then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened. First they need a place to stay, and then they found a place to stay. 
But then it's like, okay. Yeah. What did I tell you? I was really angry because I finished this book before you did. I finished yes. it before you started it, I think. You finished long <laughs> before I started. That's because I read it in like two days because it, it was fast. It took me a week because I... You, it was torture. It was torture. Oh, it was torture for me. But I texted you because I was very angry when I found out everyone's siblings' names because Adele has a sister, na- a sister named Cassandra. Mm-hmm. But then through, like, her family, her cousins and stuff, one of her um, female relatives by marriage is named Austin. Yes. And Austin breaks stallions. Yes. But is now pregnant and can't. And can't. Because that's obviously dangerous. Like, in real life, that's, that's, that's acceptable. That's acceptable, yeah. yeah. That's not a weird you're a woman thing. She um, has a baby named Eddie Cash. Right. And then what was the... Oh, it's Uncle Cash. Uncle Cash. Is named after him. But then, what did I tell you when I read Remington's brother's names? I don't don't really remember. I probably blocked that conversation. I out. need to pull it up because I was I was pretty mad because his I names are like mad. gun names. They're all like Western. No, one gun is names. Dallas. One is Wesson. Hold on, I'm pretty sure one is Wesson. Let me look. Yes, it's Wesson, Dallas, and Colt. And I think Colt is the one that died in the car accident. Yeah, I think so. Okay. We have some problems here. Remington is a gun. A Wesson is a gun. Colt, a Colt is, is a, a baby horse. Yeah. Or also a gun. Yeah, a Colt revolver, right? Mm-hmm. And then Dallas. a Dallas. <laughs> Dallas is a Dallas city. Dallas is just a place in Texas. <laughs> as is Austin. I was like, we. so we have a friend. Oh, Jesus. We have, that was the cat, by the way, and he knocked over something. It's fine, though. When I tell you he's a kitten, he's quite literally, like, four months old. He's he's just exploring. Oh, look at it. We're getting close. He's kind of a dick. It's fine. Um. Okay. So, we have this friend. I don't know if you know him very well, but all of his dogs have been named after guns, and some of it are, is a stretch. And, first of all, all of his dogs are, like, rescues, and they're the sweetest like pitbull mixed babies ever when he 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 adopts them, Happies. but we have had Wesson, we have had Kimber, and we have had Sawyer S A U E R like a six R. Oh no! Okay, he's really into guns. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> and so my brain was like, but why are three of them guns and one's not Sawyer or Kimber? I'm sure there's plenty of others. There's so many types of guns. How many people name their dogs Ruger? Do you see what I mean, though? I know so many people who name their dogs Ruger. Also, like, the scope of reference for us is, like, our friend's dog was named Dallas. (laughs) She was a fucking crazy dog. She was the same dog as Boss. A cattle dog? Yeah. Yeah. Well, a healer. Yeah. Yeah. But she, Dallas was fucking nuts. I liked her. Why was I the Dallas Whisperer, too? I don't know. I loved her. I thought she was a sweet We got dog. along just fine. She I don't know great. why she's so crazy, though. She's crazy to everybody else. She had a lot of problems. She had a jealousy problem. Anyways, so we're going through all these names, and I'm like, okay, none of these names make sense. Nick, Leo, mm-hmm. Bella, Jet, Remington, Adele. That's going to be the family at the end, because yep. they're going to get married on the 4th of July. <laughs> I have a note about that, this too. This is the most American book you could ever ask for, this aside book, from that. This book is that freedom potholder we found at Goodwill today. Oh, yeah. Like, personified. Who doesn't want that? 
So we have okay. So those six. So I mean, surprise, surprise. End of the story. They so the deal is that their th- their month ends on the fourth or on like the third of July. The th- it's the thirtieth of June or something like that. And they're gonna it's the throw, entire month of June. They're gonna throw the party for the winner because that's like their brag. When I win, I'm gonna invite my whole family. And but have a barbecue. But it's okay, because if you want, your family can come, too. It'll be so nice to have all those people from little, my party. Little and Eddie it's, Cash it's is going to be running around. The kittens are out in the barn by then. And it's just, that's just how it is, right? And um, it also happens that after the 4th of July, the 5th of July is Adele's birthday. And then they get married on the 4th of July at their multi-family patriotic Texas party. Fireworks and a wedding. It- <laughs> I want y'all to know I said that and Kat paused and eyes. closed her eyes. <laughs> because <laughs> oh shit. Because basic plot it has things the synopsis has things we like. Mm-hmm. We like a little competition. Yep. We like a woman who can get shit done. Yep. We don't mind when there are children or or like family members involved nope. in said competition. Nope. We don't mind that. We don't mind... We don't mind it being in Texas. That's not... A, like, the Southern thing isn't a problem. We knew full well going into cowboy shit. We literally There was live. a good chance it would be Texas, Louisiana, and Kentucky. We live in Southern Arizona. I have read some Arizona cowboy romances. Yeah. They weren't good. Well, but they exist. They exist. Right? We, we live in the southern part of the hottest area. We are the area. southwest. We are the southwest. Like, we understand ranching. Texas we understand all that. Texas is not the southwest. Did you know that? Texas is its own thing. Texas thinks it's the southwest. It's, it's not. not. It's not. Half of Texas thinks it's the southwest. The other half thinks it is the south. Okay, but the problem is that's because Texas is too big. Let it concede. That's literally... Oh, yeah. Let her go. <laughs> Bye. If anyone who listens to us is from Texas, we're sorry, but we're not sorry. Like, we're sorry we're hurting your feelings, but we're not sorry that our opinions are Very, valid. very anti-Texas as a state. <laughs> There's just a lot of bad things happening there. I drove through there once. It was enough. I hated it. I had to go earlier Between this year. I hated it. legislation and then Fort Hood being, like, the biggest military base with the most problems... It's disgusting. And their border issues and, the, like, gun laws and then the Uvalde thing. Like, she, there's just so much just, that just makes just me want to never Cruz go. That is, is a big problem. Enough to say, Texas, Abbott. you are your own country now. So, anyways, <laughs> outside of that, let's review. <laughs> the book has things we should like, mm-hmm. but then we read it and hated it. And sometimes that happens. Very rarely is there, like, where we hate everything. Usually you can find something that you do enjoy. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> like you really like the character, you really connect to one of the even background characters, or the storyline is reminiscent of, like, sometimes movies, mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, classic movie, like, that's clearly a retelling. And yeah. um, we had zero of that. There was nothing in this book. That said, they could make this into a movie, and it would be great. This... Could be a Hallmark original. If they removed some of the stuff, they could make this into an actual movie. That would be good. This book also, I kept thinking it was much longer than it actually was because the copy that I received was two books in one. Yeah. Yeah, mine's the same. And I was at One the- written by a ranching cowgirl, one written by someone who maybe lived in Texas a little bit. Guess which one we read? <laughs> the one where she lives in Oklahoma. The second one. 
so dumb. Okay, let's get into... Because the plot is just the plot. It's very basic. It's very short. Let's get into your notes. Because I think that a lot of this is probably going to be exploring, like, can confirm, not a good choice. Or, like, <laughs> exploring, like, maybe this could have been done better. Or whatever. Let's, okay. Let's start at the top. All right. Go for it. Top of my notes. The first two notes are regarding names. First one. Luckado equals the worst name ever. And I always want to say Luckado. I know it's not Luckado because of the spelling. But Luckado. I feel like Luckado would should have had an X. That's it's hard to pronounce. I even looked it up on a pronunciation website, and I it said it. And it's I also said, his name you. is also extremely Cajun, and he does say that he does. But like his family roots are Cajun, but they're transplants yeah. and then generations into Texas. Okay, mm-hmm. the other name, Jet Cassandra. Why? Okay, I understand Jet because the ex husband Isaac Levi wanted a boy. All I can think of is Joan Jet. <laughs> All I could think of was the band The Jets. Oh, two very different directions. Still a weird name. And Cassandra does not go with Jet. I'm sorry. It doesn't. It doesn't. If my sister said she was going to name a baby after me, I'd say no. Please don't. Oh, no. Because the original... Okay, let me explain. The original plan was that Jet's first name would be Cassandra, but because she was trying to appease her Ex-hus- asshole husband... Mm-hmm. Who's now her ex-husband? He the first name was Jet. If my sister wanted to make a new baby's first name my name, I would say no. Yeah. But if she was like, "What about a middle name?" I'd be like, "We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll discuss it." Not necessary, but maybe. Now, if your sister wants to name a baby after me, we can have that discussion at a later date. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. So my okay, ne- keep going. My next note was Isaac Levi is a shit father and doesn't deserve oxygen. Who gives up their daughters like that? Hot take, my ex-husband. Mm-hmm. Um. So Isaac, in their divorce, first off, he gets a mistress. And she is now pregnant with the son that he's always wanted. Because God forbid Adele have anything other than sons. One of the most bass-ass words thing I've ever read. And when it comes to the divorce, he's like, I'm going to pay you a lump sum for you to get the hell out of my life. And I never have to look at these two children again. Right. Bullshit. Bullshit. Because later on in the book, this asshole comes out of the woodworks and was like, my mit- mistress left me and well, took the baby. Well, okay. So I had some issues with this because the whole deal was that you stay out of my life while I'm getting remarried and having my new baby. Because mm-hmm. he made his own little family. Yep. I give up all parental rights. You get to keep that ranch you wanted so badly. Because when Adele met Isaac, he was a city boy. And in she diamonds. was not. He worked in diamonds. Which is so weird. And, yeah, he's and not, like, a broker. Like, he owns a company. Like, his dad owns a company. Yes. And so she, like, thought she could be a socialite, and then she hated it, so she wanted to move back to the country. And so he bought this ranch, and he bought cows and all this stuff. Yeah. And then decides to be the ultimate asshole to show his wife that he's not cheating on her mm-hmm. with Adele, like, going back to Adele. And so he sells it all out from under her and is like, you got to be out by X, X XXX or whatever. Yep. And, um... That's for someone who gave up all parental rights for them to suddenly appear through their mom, not him, his mom, and say, 
I want to see my kids again. We want to see our grandkids again. I and was like, she puts um, this shitty stipulation on it where she's like, I get them every other weekend to show them that they can be ladies and not like more than just ranch these girls. Tomboy heathens that you're raising. It was just at that point, I would have said, We're already divorced. The, he papers signed the papers have already been processed. Go fuck yourselves. Exactly. Not, not let me see what a lawyer says. Your papers are ironclad, hun. Even in Texas. Even in Texas, where you don't have rights as a woman with a uterus. So bad. Fuck you. Okay, next Okay, one. so, yeah, name's bad. Name's bad. Ex-husband. Um, did awful. you make a note about how it's called the Double Deuce Ranch? It sounds like it's the double shit ranch. Because what do dudes say when they have to go to the bathroom? They're going to go drop a deuce. Okay, because like a deuce is a two. Yeah. So the double two ranch? The two two ranch? It's like when when people say that they had two twins. Did you have two children or did you have four children? I don't know. Nothing here. It was a bad name for a ranch. Living in the Southwest, by the way, we do have a lot of ranches. Mm Mm-hmm. And ranch names are, like, a big deal because it goes into, like, your brand. Mm-hmm. Not, like, your sell this brand. Yeah. Your, like, actual iron brand that yeah. you bring cattle with. We have the so Rockin' K-, Rockin K Ranch is one of our biggest ones here in town. Yeah, and so it has to be a good one. And so Double Deuce, is that just a 22? Because he has cattle. Or and they're tagged. two Ds? I don't know. This fucking makes no sense. If you want to know what the Rockin' K Ranch brand is, it is a K on a rocker. Like a rocking chair. Okay, so our point is, we do know some things. We do. All right, next note. We're not ranch girls. Next note. Now, I'm just going to read these and we're going to discuss them. Some of them are just dumb. That's fine. That's fine. Some are just dumb. Um, Whoever takes care of the ranch the best gets to buy it, which is dumb, but romance reasons. This romance would not have worked if Walter hadn't said, hey, I'll sell this ranch, but one of you has to be better than the other. Okay, if you were invited to participate in this... I would pack my bags and leave immediately. In a similar... Okay. But <laughs> the feeling... We were supposed to men like this was last resort for both of them. Mm-hmm. It was the perfect location. It was a good deal. It was a good price. It had all the workings of a ranch that they could both do because Remington is a ranch hand. Yes. By trade. Mm-hmm. He's trained. He's lived there. He's done it. Yep. Adele is a rancher because that's what... She was before she was married. Yep. Because her family is ranch family. She It's in her blood. So they both have these things that tell us that this is like destiny in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Because it's all they know. And it's where they're most comfortable. Everything about this plot line tells us at the end they are both going to be the owners of this ranch. And it's very, very, very predictable. Especially because they go, the AC dies. And they go in halfsies. And they keep saying, whoever wins the ranch is going to pay the other one the half. It's a lot of forced proximity. So Um, much. So the main house on the ranch is a four-bedroom house. So there's boys' room, girls' room, Remington's room, and Adele's Adele's room. room. Technically, there's five because we have Walter's room, too. Which I don't understand. Because that's the room that they went to to fuck in. And why not in your own room? Because children... I don't get it. And Walter's room is the only room with a lock on it. <laughs> also like, asks another question. Why? why? Also, Adele, snoopy little bitch, goes into Walter's room. You haven't won this ranch yet. But she does find out he's already moved all of his stuff out. He already knows he's selling this ranch. He is done. Done, done, done. 
But we don't realize that until they're going to go have sex on the floor with some pillow cushions that they found and a sheet. Were they on the floor? They were on the floor. I thought they were in the bigger bed because those beds were smaller. No bed in that room. There was no bed in that room. Everything. The only thing that was hmm. left in that room was half a roll of toilet paper in the bathroom. I glazed over that part. You clearly, I focused on it. I was like, well, they're fucking hyper focused on it. I was like, you know, that room smells like musty old man. You know it does because it's closed, and there is nothing left in there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Next, the next couple are about food. <laughs> okay. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, this was bad. Because the this food, was bad. the food made me irrational. <laughs> it was not just the amount; it was the recipes and the kinds. First off, why does she make so much food? Question she's mark. She's a country girl. Exclamation mark. She is a country girl. She made her first breakfast there. They made two dozen eggs, toast, cinnamon rolls, and two roasts for six people. The eggs. <laughs> Two dozen eggs? We're in an omelet. It started out, she whipped up a dozen eggs, okay? Puts it in a casserole dish, okay? Puts toppings, cheese and ham, on top of it. Whips up another dozen eggs and puts that on top of it. Puts more cheese on it and then bakes it. I'm sorry. First off, I fucking hate eggs. It's going to take a lot for me to eat an egg. That's telling you that you are doing four eggs per person. And I don't know many people that eat more than two or three. I can only eat when they're one. Really hungry. Oh yeah, because I don't like eggs. I think they're gross. Well, these people apparently love eggs. But now we also have toast and cinnamon rolls, and she's making two pot roasts, one for, for lunch and one for dinner, which oh. we need to state is dinner and supper. That made me really annoyed. That is the most. That's really old thing. school too. That's an like, old that's what, like, southern my thing. My grandma would say, and my grandma's from the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Okay, next food-related thing. They Uh-oh. made nachos. Cat. With a can of cheese. Not just that. When, <laughs> you make, when you make your nachos, what kind of chips do you use? Corn chips. No, you fucking don't. You use tortilla chips, and they used corn chips. All I could think about was, like, fucking Frito pie. Oh, you're thinking differently. Yeah. Yellow corn tortilla chips. No, corn I, chips. I thought of Fritos. Did you see, this is a side note, did you see that Tostitos has now made white corn Fritos, but they call them something else? They're very clearly Fritos, but they're white corn, not yellow. That's weird. I just want you to know that and be aware of that, because I saw them at the store and I was like, the fuck is this? Bizarre. (laughs) Those are Fritos. Okay, next food-related one. I'm going to skip over the Dairy Queen one, because we're going to come back to that. (laughs) Adele. Please let it be about corn, because that's my my bone to pick. It's coming up. Okay. Adele squirts ketchup directly onto her french fries, therefore making her a monster. Okay, so I only have one version of french fries that I do this to. Okay. It's In-N-Out fries. No. Because In-N-Out fries are crunchy and dry a lot of the time because they're fresh potatoes. Yeah. They're the only fries that I'll do that to. Every other fry gets dunked. It's a, you don't. First, especially if you're going to share the french fries, you don't drizzle that shit. I don't like ketchup most times. There are only a handful of french fries that I will eat with ketchup mm-hmm. on them. Yeah. Yeah. in and out fries are the only ones that I do that with. All right, cat. Corn? We're going to skip the corn for a second. Okay, go ahead. The girls, they go on a road trip. Yes. 
the girls get milk at the gas station as their road trip drink. Who is drinking 2% on the road? Okay, but their reasoning was, we're getting treats, so we thought we'd try to be healthy. Just so you know, soda makes you full enough to tide you over until you can eat a real (laughs) meal. It's literally right there. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay, and now, and now to corn. Okay, so I have two issues with corn. I want to say, first of all, I'm not a big corn fan. I love corn. Really? I love the song corn. <laughs> it's corn. I so that's like a weird thing that's like in the media right now. It's corn. Um, okay. I'm not super into like corn on the cob or like any kind of canned corn. I literally just it has made to be corn like on the cob. Phenomenal. <laughs> so elote. So you don't like woman, elote? Eh, I'm I'm give or take. Okay. So, um, this woman is getting ears of corn ready for dinner. <laughs> it's my note. And, <laughs> and she's shucking corn, which is good. Yeah. We take all the little hairs off. You take the leaves off. Mm-hmm. You get them ready for mm-hmm. the grill or the pan or the boiling mm-hmm. or whatever. How are and they going she, to make that corn, Cat? Okay, How are they this making is that my corn? next problem. <laughs> the first problem is the amount. She says, do you think two per person is good? That's 12. And the child walking through the kitchen goes, I can eat four. They made 16 ears of corn for six people. It is in all capital letters. Who eats 16 ears of corn for six fucking people? (laughs) But who eats four ears of corn at a dinner? Who? Who? Whomst? Who is okay, doing this? So that's my first my first one to pick. My second one is the preparation of said corn. Now, most people <laughs> most people would maybe wrap them in foil with some butter and grill them. Or great way to make corn. Or boil them in a large pot and then let everyone else fix their own. Put some butter in the pot with the water it's and fine. a little splash of milk makes it real nice. So a couple of years ago, um, it came to light that people in the South were boiling their corn by boiling a giant kettle of water and dumping it onto the corn that was already in an igloo cooler. <laughs> this <laughs> prompted... I can't believe I have to say this. This prompted the igloo company <laughs> to release a statement <laughs> no, don't say it. that tells them not to do that <laughs> because their coolers are meant exclusively to keep things cool. And when you do that, it ruins the, like, <laughs> the integrity of the cooler. <laughs> and then it could cause a breakdown of the plastic, which would not be healthy. I want- <laughs> Igloo coolers had to put that out in the world <laughs> because of the South. I want you to know I'm crying. <laughs> and as soon as I heard that, I was like, no, no, she did not. Not after Igloo released a statement. Not in my Yeti cooler. Because I remember reading that statement after I'd seen someone do it in like an Instagram reel. Oh, God. And being like. I literally just watched an Instagram reel of a guy who was making garbage corn is what he called it. They did it all in a garbage uh. tr- can. But it wasn't a metal one. It was a plastic <laughs> garbage can. Why are these people not afraid of getting cancer? These are all the people that are like, the vaccines aren't real. Put well, it in an igloo You're going to die from <laughs> The pla- the BPAs. Enjoy your BPA so, corn on the cob. So I read that and immediately my mind went, oh dear God. Cause the, <laughs> so the idea is... <laughs> this is the 
most ridiculous conversation. So the idea is, and you're not supposed to, I can't wait to say this, you do not do this. You put the boiling water over the corn in the plastic cooler, which then, like, the plastic cooler, like, bloats and stuff. It gets, like, really, like, warped. It's hot. So a lot of people are like, use an old cooler, not your brand new one. I'm like, first of all, the old one has been fishing and camping, and it's nasty. So... The idea, though, is you put the boiling water on the corn, and then you shut the lid, and you leave it there for, like, an hour. A whole day, they said. So, you shouldn't need a whole day. She said she wanted a whole day. She's dumb. It's probably because her igloo cooler is all fucked up from doing this Whose a thousand times. Whose igloo cooler was it? Was it Walter's? I swear to God, if Walter came home and his igloo cooler was bloated and no longer usable. you know it's an original. <laughs> it's not his newfangled one. 1970s vintage cooler. So... You're only supposed to leave in there for like a certain amount of time, and the idea is that it cooks the corn because the steam and the boiling water uh-huh. does essentially what you do on a pot <laughs> on a stove without needing to use the stove. Oh my god, I wish y'all could see the amount of caps I used in this thing. So, but I remember reading that and being like, oh no, 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 <laughs> and immediately thinking, igloo coolers is gonna be mad. <laughs> they probably don't even know this exists, but having to put out that statement in, it was like two years ago, in like 2020. It's- just, it was like, but why? Do you there, know what I said? Do you know what I said when this was why? happening? Okay. Well, the igloo cooler corn thing happened, and uh-huh. my brain was like, what in the table spaghetti is happening? Yeah. Then the nacho night happened, and I was like, y'all better not be making table a nachos. A whole can of cheese. I have used a whole can of cheese. Is it the big one? It's it's So it's like a gallon, essentially. That's a lot of fucking it's cheese. It's like, like a pop top. Yeah. Yeah. So that cheese often comes flavored, so it has like jalapeno or green yeah. chili or whatever. But what you're supposed to do is either put it in a pot and heat it. Or put in a crock pot crock so you can pot. drizzle it as you as you so choose. Yes. She just plopped it right on cold and tasted it. <sighs> and I was like, woman, that is plastic cheese. So, okay. No, so, no. we're sorry for the stupidity of people, igloo coolers. We apologize. All right. I just, I wish I could find that really easily because <laughs> it was like the funny, I, that I scrolled through and I saw that on Instagram and I was like, do they really have to tell people this? <laughs> All right. The Middle America. We're going to skip, we're going to head away from um, food. From oh, they food. also gave us like a recipe for something disgusting. It was all disgusting. Point. Did you know? Okay. The hack where you cook your corn in the microwave to make it easy. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. That's beautiful. You leave it in the husk. Yeah, and it's wonderful. And then you can just peel, all the little hairs come off. Everything's great. I do it all the time. Do they not have a microwave? Because they had multiple Dutch ovens. I don't want to. And cast irons. Let's talk about the lake. Oh, God. Let's talk about the lake. First off, they're going to the lake. They've had a hard day's work. Had a competition throwing hay bales. Which, first off, this little girl Jet is throwing hay bales, and as someone who has thrown hay bales, they're like 80 pounds. They're heavy as shit. They are heavy as shit. And they're throwing them onto a truck, onto, not off of a truck where you onto. just kick it. <laughs> and I want to know, did they do it by hand or did they have the um, hay bale hooks? Because by hand, that means now not only do you have to throw a hay bale, you have to get your little hands with your gloves in between the baling wire mm-hmm. to chuck it. And your, I guarantee you, your glove is going with it. And, like, Adele's whole thing through all of the weird shit that her girls are doing. Not that it's weird that your kids are helping on a ranch. But, like, she's like, oh, no, they've always helped do this. And I'm like, you've made them do hard manual labor their whole lives. That's what you're telling us. So, basically, Because helping with hay bales is labor. fine. But having children lift 80-pound bales of hay when they're, what, like, 10? No. That's, like, how much they weigh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Anyways, they're going, going. They are hot. They are sweaty. They want to not. So they're going to go to the lake. One point of contention. Adele makes the girls take a shower before they go to the lake. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? I understand in a pool. Put their dirty little sweaty bodies in the back of your truck, drive out to the lake, toss them in the water. They can shower when they get home. I don't know if this is because I am country as fuck and we used to swim in the canals. <laughs> but to me, you don't shower before you go to the lake. You get your ass in the gross water. Because first off, it's mucky. It's gross anyway. So part of this too has a lot to do with where we live. So we understand that there are watering holes in Texas. Mm-hmm. Watering holes in Texas are very different from canals <laughs> and washes <laughs> flooding so you can swim in them in Arizona. So like some maybe major differences. This is an actual lake that they're going to. Next we have like two of those here <laughs> next, and they're gross. Next point of contention. <laughs> Remy swam in said lake wearing jean cutoffs because chafing isn't a thing in Texas apparently. Just go in your underpants. I can't get even a little bit wet. Maybe he doesn't wear underpants. He's too much of a man. Ew, in his Levi's. That hurts. Oh, that balsa would be nasty. <laughs> Ew. Okay, that's that. Um, let's see. A line I hated. I made her nervous. I'm. It made me. Wait. What? What the fuck? Okay, I wrote it weird. It made her nervous as a hooker in church during revival season. Is the worst sentence I've ever had to read with my own two eyes. I hate it here. A literal <laughs> line I wrote in my notes. So Remington also mentions that he would really love to see her in a bikini, mm-hmm. but she only wears a one piece. Or she had a tankini. She also had the tankini. I, I don't. All right. So here, another thing. Jess and I have openly talked, probably on here even, that we don't swim in water we don't see through. We don't swim at night. Nope. I don't swim in the ocean. Stupid (laughs) fears. But we don't go far into the ocean. The lake thing is is I would do a raft or I would do a canoe. I am not getting into that water because if that lake monster decides yeah. it's coming out and it's going to touch me, I'm out. I'm done. Well, no, thank also you. we have to understand that like where we live, because there aren't a lot of lakes, the lakes that do exist here are often dumping grounds for dead bodies. And um, <laughs> I would like to preface this by saying I swim in canals. If you were to look at my hometown, the number of dead bodies that have been pulled out of the canal systems that I swam in is staggering. It's just, it's one of those things where we're like, we've got rules. Mm-hmm. They're in the middle of nowhere, Texas. Like, mm-hmm. literally. Like, they have to drive out to this lake. And that implies that probably it's a somewhat cleaner, less polluted, mm-hmm. less dead-bodied lake than what we have around us. Um, the other major difference is we have, like, washes and canals that flood when it rains, like, monsoon mm-hmm. season. And when that happens, people do go swimming and do go, like, in kayaks. It is. But it's horrifying because the trees that are down there get destroyed and then wash away. Yep. And then anything that's in there is also being washed away. And it's, like, it's sudden. And so it's it's forceful. Also, not only that, but the water is brown. Okay? The water it's is never the, clean. The water is the color of your latte from Starbucks. And people get slammed. Like, some people that do go swimming do like end up getting really hurt or dying because yeah. it's so forceful because it's coming down the mountains really mm-hmm. fast. It's not melting snow. No, it is it's rushing water. Runoff. They get slammed into all the cement walls yep. and the large boulders that are down there. 
Because they're not supposed to be down there. Cars that were in the roadway when the water mm-hmm. hit. I mean, they're, it's dangerous. Yeah. It's dangerous as shit. There's a reason why we there don't. There are places that you can go do that that are less dangerous, but they still have trees. Yep. And so if you're not really careful, if it's not high enough, you do get slammed into trees. Like If you are wondering what it bad. looks like, I highly suggest looking up videos on YouTube of Sabino Canyon. Recently, yeah. Recently. I mean, I have a friend... Whose friends were were hiking in Sabino, which, one, why are you hiking in Sabino Canyon during monsoon season? It's a no-no. You shouldn't do it. Everybody That's, knows you should Are they shouldn't. not locals? I don't think so. That's why. So they were hiking in Sabino, and they realized on the way back from, I think they were probably up in the Seven Falls area, because that's usually where it gets the worst right there. Um, coming, also where you shouldn't go during monsoon season. No, because it's a literal waterfall. And of the, the runoff. parts that you can reach normally are the actually the the very bottom of it. And mm-hmm. so it floods it floods huge fast. And yeah. you're going through a dry riverbed to get to Seven Falls. That's you have to cross it twice. <laughs> That's the path. You cross it twice. Yeah. So anyways, they got stuck. The water hadn't risen a lot. They call 911. 911 says wait an hour. First off, why is 911 telling them to wait an hour? An hour change it changes in a minute. So probably the, the the projected rainfall yeah. from what it was was probably supposed to calm Caper down, off, yeah. and it should have been crossable, but it then if it not. was on the other side of the mountains continuing to rain, because yeah. that's one of the things around here, too, is the mountain ranges break up the weather, mm-hmm. and so even though we might not get rain in the valley that we're currently in, mm-hmm. the rain... On the other side of the mountain range is still going to affect all of the natural like the waterfalls, waterfalls and, and stuff, like yeah. washways and stuff. They had to get a they had to get a swift water rescue essentially, and that's expensive. They didn't actually get charged for it oh, because no, they, they weren't in a car. Oh no, they will. Well, they it's emergency. See, it's crazy. Anytime it's an emergency rescue, it's um at the least ten thousand dollars. It's nuts. Yeah. And, and because we have that law here. Yeah. And so that's the, that applies to the cars, right? We have a dumb motorist but law. We, but we have the the swift water rescue mm-hmm. yep. fees and stuff, too. It's insanity. But then you have to go through, like, how they tried to cross it. Like, so... Then they would have died. They had a baby with them. My, like, not boyfriend in high school went swimming in the San Pedro and lost his keys. Bye. In the San Pedro. Because no matter what you do, if the water's rushing, mm-hmm. like, he had them strapped to him. You could have them. It doesn't matter. You could have them taped to your body with duct tape. They're mm-hmm. gone. So, that's cool. That's cool. Um. Anyways, that was, like, a big tangent. But we want to, uh, like, explain that it's not that we're, like, they're so stupid. Why do they do that? It's because our frame of reference is it's- not good watering. Like, <laughs> even, like, Lake Havasu out here is disgusting. It's disgusting. And really deep. Yeah. And disgusting. No. There is a monster in Lake Havasu, period. End there of story. Has to be. I'm sorry. It's not happening. There All right. Let's move on. Okay. Um, how do you yes. feel about pearl snap buttons and chambray shirts? Okay, so this is like classic cowboy, and I kind of love it, but I love it in the that's what you wear to church when you go to cowboy church. My dad wore my dad wore pearl snap buttons his entire life, and he was allergic to the buttons. Great, which means I had to use my nail polish. But I've had friends who were cowboys, and I've had family. We have I have kind of some redneck family, and that is how it is. Mm -hmm. You got your plaid pearl. Button down, yep. your big ass belt buckle, and mm-hmm. your boots, yep. and your Wranglers. Fucking and they're Wranglers. not these bullshit like holding your knees. No. They're the well worn, you don't iron them 
fit like a glove <laughs> wranglers. I when my dad passed and we had to get we were getting rid of his, some of his clothes. Um, it's actually when mom moved. Mom had them for a while. I have his shirts. I actually have pearl snaps in my closet right now. We ended up donating his wranglers instead of keeping them. And when we donated them, we had to go through and find the Wranglers that were in the best condition because some of them he had worn for so long that they were butter soft. Because Wranglers are built for ranchers. Mm -hmm. That's what they've always, that's why they're called Wranglers. And so even though you've got like competing companies like Levi's and like there are some other ones, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Wranglers are like the OG and like they're built to last you literally decades. As someone who grew up country as fuck, if you, to this day. If I see anything with a Wrangler name on it, I'm like, that's a good brand. That's a really good brand. Because it's built to last forever. Mm-hmm. And even though you're paying like 40, 50 bucks a pair or yep. like, it's because it should last you forever. Forever. I'm sure my and dad, I'm sure when we went through my dad's clothes, he had jeans from when I was a child. I'm fairly yeah. certain he did. We were talking at work. Um, we're talking about how this is a cowboy state and not like Southern. Mm-mm. We're not a Southern state. Mm-mm. We're a cowboy state. Mm-hmm. And the reason we're talking about this is because we have rules. Teachers have rules about the men aren't allowed to wear shorts because that is seen as unprofessional. Um, even though they do make dress shorts or like golf shorts that could be considered professional. And so we're talking about because I'm native to Sonin mm-hmm. and I'm talking to someone who's from Wisconsin and someone who's from like Northern Arizona. And so I was talking to, like, in Tucson, um, the problem is our version of casual is, like, disgusting to mm-hmm. other people from other places. Yeah. Because it's too casual. Yep. And so that's why when they say that we're not allowed to do that because it's super unprofessional, what they really mean is that's not manly because that's not cowboy. Yep. And so we we're talking about how this – I have, like, a weird southern accent right now. Um, that happens sometimes to me, and I don't know why. It's this um, damn book. Partly, probably. <laughs> but we're talking about how Arizona is run by men who are all hat, no cattle. Yep. And that's like a weird saying, meaning they look the part, but they ain't it. You said it on the last episode. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with this. Like, these people are like actual ranchers in this book. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> some of the things they do don't make sense. And it's not because we aren't ranchers, and it's not because we're from Arizona. It's because why? <laughs> it's because it's because they think Dairy Queen is fancy. Next note. Oh God. I, I mean, I said, why is this DQ fancy? But also, it feels like it has wood paneling. I want old. I want a blizzard. <gasps> Do you know what I haven't had in a really long time? What? Why is your face- shit? What are they called? Oh no! <laughs> Why is your face? Oh like no! That? My brain blinks. It's not from even Dairy Queen. It's next to Dairy Queen. It's not a Dilly Bar. No. Which oh, DQ? The one on Golf Links across from La Loma. Paradiso. Raspados. Yeah. I haven't found a good Raspado place. Why? Yet. Why have we did? Why didn't we get Raspados today? I don't know. Good question. We drove past it. Damn. Like twice. Now I'm sad. Anyways, keep going with your next thing. Sorry, Dairy Queen. Cassie is a rude-ass bitch for trying to flirt with Remy, knowing how she knows that Adele feels like shit. Um, so she says later, like, I hope you know I'm not actually interested in him. That was just to prove a point and make sure he's not messing with you. Because she's concerned that Adele's going to be taken advantage of again. Mm -hmm. And so this is like her little test. For someone that might be interested in her sister, but they've only ever kissed. 
dumb. Because Remington and, and Adele kissed in the kitchen or in the pantry or some shit. Next one made me look it up because it made <laughs> me start to second guess, second guess my knowledge uh-huh. about Arizona's flora and fauna. Yeah. Cow tongue cactus. It's just a fucking prickly pear. Yeah. I even put on here, cow tongue cactus equals prickly pear, and that's fucking dumb. There is something else that they mentioned um, as being native to Texas, and it's not. It's native no. to here. Please tell me it was a fucking creosote. I can't remember what it was. It was something where I was like, no. Because even in the parts that would be close to us, those don't touch Arizona, mm-hmm. and so they're not in the Sonoran Desert. Nope. Sonoran Desert only runs through Arizona and part of New Mexico, and then into Mexico. Into Mexico. That's it. It is in no way. So they shouldn't have a ton of saguaros. That is an invasive species in their area, if they do. And so, I don't remember what it said was native to Texas, and I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know that for a fact. This one. Yes. There's this very cool feature on your Kindle that allows you to search the book you're looking for. Oh, for instances of the same phrase or whatever? Yes. Okay. I searched. Oh, no. The word potty. Oh. It felt like she said it 400 times. Okay. She only said it four. But it was four too many. Why did she say it? She needed to use the potty. Girls, make sure you use the potty before we get back in the car. You're too old for that. Thank you. That was was one of the notes that I, like, texted you that I felt like... <laughs> the kids that I felt like the author didn't know what children were. No, because like, not their eating habits, not the way they talk to one another, nothing, not anything that's appropriate for their age groups. None of it made any sense. Yeah, no, no. All right, my last two notes, and then we can be done with this. Of course, they have sex and orgasm together at the exact same time. <laughs> oh, fucking oh my god, we they just do. talked about this. <laughs> we were talking. Okay, to preface this, we were having some like raunchy conversation in the car earlier. And we were talking about sex and, like, how it just doesn't work sometimes. You can't. And there's nothing wrong with that. In what world? There's nothing world? wrong with that. In what world? But this one pissed us both off because it wasn't even that. It was, like, the ten millionth time that they had had sex. It was, it was like, their the first time. time. It was their first time doing anything more than kiss. Right. And he somehow, because he's a ladies' man, he's a playboy, which is not a good reason. That just gave me like the grossest chills. You saying that, but like he knows women's bodies so well that of course he knows her body better than she would know her body. Shit, she's so he thirty five. She knows her body. He. He holds off or whatever so that they can orgasm together. But it happens every time. Bullshit. And I was like, that's not a thing every time. Especially not for, I would say, first time is the first time when you're like, oh, God, how'd that go? (laughs) Because you don't know. The first time you have sex and suddenly you're like, that's what that is? That? That's what I have to look forward the rest of my life? It was. But you know what? She's 35 and she has two kids. So clearly her body's a little bit different than ours. It's like trigger happy or what? Because <laughs> there just, wasn't. She so has an like, orgasm ready to go at any what moment. What I mean by that is that there wasn't a lot of buildup or foreplay. Like, I think there's one part where he goes down on her. I think their first time when there's um, no bed. And then it just like progresses from there. And then it's almost written as though it's a quickie. But then they sleep next to each other. Question. Were these floors hardwood? 
throughout or were there carpet in the rooms? If there was carpet in the room, Walter has moved out. Has that floor been vacuumed? Or are you just fucking on some cushions that you found? Second of all, (laughs) what makes you think it's okay to go into someone else's room, even though it's empty, and have sex in that room? question it's not your house get the fuck out i'm like thinking about when i was younger like did i ever do that last last note okay last note they're getting married spur of the moment at their stupid fourth of july party dot 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 i really fucking hate it here (laughs) (laughs) so the idea is the, the whole original barbecue thing when they're like the winner is and they invite their friends and family And then they threw in this whole thing when he asks her to marry him, when he gets over himself because everyone's talked some sense into him and talked some sense into her. And um, now they're all in love and stuff. And they decide to make it a surprise. So there is no white wedding dress because obviously she's already done that. She doesn't need it again. Who would ever want that again? Her outfit made me furious because her boots, her boots mean she can only wear it with that dress, but she's had that dress and those boots. Why? I think it was, it was interesting because while we don't expect that there's the white dress and veil and all that every time we read an HEA marriage, Mm -hmm. like a ceremony, it was interesting because the dress that she chose was blue gingham. Mm -hmm. She's a redhead. Mm Mm-hmm. I need to know what shade of blue this gingham was. My brain is going to baby blue based solely on the fact that I know and for a fact that her boots are ugly as fuck. like Wendy from Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why. No, that makes sense, But that's sense, what my brain though. says. Okay, it's, it clicks that in your head, sense. too. Her and boots? then he wears, like, his nicest jeans and boots and a and A, a fucking chambray top, probably. Yeah. So... <sighs> Okay, so... It was just really difficult. Let um, me, let me, do before we go, let me describe her boots, okay? Yeah, please. Her boots are the same blue as her gingham dress. Yes. They are blue and white, same shade as her dress. And they have heart cutouts. Also, I don't know if anyone's ever shot for boots. They're fucking expensive. So getting ones that are, have special cutouts and, like, special things behind the cutouts and are a different color that aren't brown leather or black leather, are really expensive. Like, easily $300. Why are you going and finding a pair of Ariats that are ugly as sin, first off? Uh, dude, just go to Boot and Barn. There's some bad ones. Spend some money. I have been to Boot Barn. The thing is, like, boots are boots, but then you get real crazy boots, and you're like, what is happening? And those are your show boots. Those are your show boots. Those are your rodeo day boots. Those are your boot oh. scootin' boots. <gasps> I listened to Brooks and Dunn's you know Brooks, what I mean? boot scootin' boots. You know what I mean? It was a good song. And, like, that's totally fine. But, like, especially women's boots when they're special colors and cutouts and patterns. They're expensive. They're so expensive. Like, if you look at the really high-end ones, like, not boot barn, Mm-mm. like, legitimate leather works, yep. it's, like, $700. We had, um, we had a place in Yuma... Where we would go to buy all of our 4-H gear. Uh-huh. Because it was the Western wear. And uh-huh. I don't remember what it, it might have even been called Western wear. I don't remember. Western Warehouse? It was not Western Warehouse. Oh, that's was, a different that's one. That's a different one. That's a competitor. It was smaller. It was a, it was like okay. a small family run. And it, I'm talking 
Garth Brooks show shirts. You know what we didn't have? Oh, with the fringe? Not only with the fringe, the but the crepe. Yes. <laughs> they yeah. had those. They had the Wranglers. They had the boots you could buy your Stetson. Like, the whole thing. They didn't have a bolo tie. There wasn't a goddamn bolo tie in and this entire like book. And that's like a classic, like, staple. I had a bolo tie. I have one currently. How country are you? <laughs> if you I'm not. If you bolo tie. Is the funny thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I thought think, I was when I was little. <laughs> I think the most country thing I said was that we went to this western wear place to buy our jeans and our shoes and our 4-H patches. Mm-hmm. And we, I, rem- I distinctly remember walking in and my mom saying 4-H and the woman saying over there, let me know if you want a kerchief, a tie, or a rosette. Now, if you don't know 4-H, 4-H is black pants, white button-down, long sleeve. Like a waiter. Mm-hmm. Like a waiter. The patch is going to be an armband, a la green nazis i guess because that's what it reminds me of to this day Mm -hmm. um i never wore the armband i wore it once and it was a bitch and i hated it and i never wore it again but when i say kerchief tie or rosette it was green (laughs) and you either had a green kerchief Mm -hmm. which is really popular because you can get embroidered from mm-hmm. the back for yep. if you do competition. Yep. Yeah. We didn't have the kerchiefs because when I was in 4-H, what was very popular, the rosettes had just come in. Oh, so we yeah. all wore the big, ugly green rosette. And if you would like me to, I would be happy to find my pictures of 4-H auction day. Oh, I looked like hot shit because I had a migraine every year. But yes. Um, we're over an hour. It's just a lot. And we didn't even touch on a couple of things. No. So like... One of the things that we didn't talk about was that the 14-year-old daughter delivers a calf. And they're like, stand back and watch her. Um, I don't know if anyone has ever watched the birthing of calves. It's bodily work. And you have to be extremely Mm -hmm. strong because you have to put gloves on that go up to your armpits. And put your entire hands into a cow's vagina. And then you have to chain the the calf's hooves. And then pull it out. And then pull and that's extremely difficult work. So a 14-year-old doing this and everyone just watching is really, really strange. Mm-hmm. Not that it's impossible, but that I've seen grown people do it. Like, grown men who that's their job. Yep. That's their only job as a ranch hand or as, like, a veterinarian, like, like equine, their, you know, whatever. Yeah. And it's extremely difficult. So that was one thing we didn't talk about, and that's really difficult. The fact um, that Adele doesn't really help her kids. Like, well, she's like, I taught her all she knows. <laughs> like, and I was okay. like, but she's 14. She can still learn more and learn better practices. Mm-hmm, definitely. You're not a veterinarian. You don't it know what you're doing. It was almost like we're supposed to think Bella had like special abilities to lead her to being a vet, right? Dumb. Um, the other thing we didn't talk about was a very specific scene towards the end. Um, and I'll just glaze over it real quick. But it's where they're all at a family gathering on Adele's side of the family. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about, you want to go out and ride the Bronx today? And she's like, of course I do. Let me go change. And it's after church. Mm-hmm. And so, so she gets on. She hasn't done it since bef- since Bella was, or no. Since before since Jet, Jet was, was born. born. And so that implies that's like 10 to 12 years. Yeah. Um, and they're going to put her on not too spicy of one, right? They're going to, a gentler bucking Bronx. And so she's got her hat on. She's got her her, her boots, her jeans, or whatever. And Remington's also going to ride a stallion that day. Mm-hmm. 
And it and it is like their like fun pastime where they are trying to do the eight second ride. Yep. Which is also a song. It's about sex and it's gross. <laughs> do you know that one? The yes. eight second ride? Oh, why? But why? Also, why? But also if you want an actual song about riding a Bronco or Garth Brooks, Garth Brooks fever. Garth Brooks has a lot of good songs that are actually about rodeos. Yep. And they're underappreciated. Whereas the eight second ride song is disgusting. I hate that song. Because it's unrealistic and it implies that you're hung like a horse. And we know that's not true. So, (laughs) in the scene, she, Adele gets on the horse. She's already, she's roped in. Because Mm -hmm. if you've ever seen this, you have your gloved hand and you wrap a rope on the, the 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 what's it called? So the um the what's it saddle called? The, the pommel the saddle has the pommel and right. part of the pommel is they actually tie a rope on the saddle itself and just in front of the pommel or you know behind the pommel I should say because it's closest to you. Yeah. Your rope is the t- is tightest and you can make it tighter. So you're going to put your gloved hand underneath you can lose your fingers yes you and you don't put it where you're holding on to it with your the the palm of your hand facing the um the pommel because you're not, actually turning it upside down how do i explain this? it's not to keep you attached permanently to the animal no it's to give you an anchor to the saddle yes because it's generally for bucking or barrel racing yep. and that fast movement means you need to have an anchor or else you just fly off. Yep. So people do legitimately they tie it too tight mm-hmm. because they're trying to hold on because of the glove. Yep. And when they get thrown, their fingers break or can tear. Yeah. Off. And so then you have no fingers. So anyways, she's getting all roped in. That's what I mean by it's not one's really called because I don't know what I'm talking about. No, it is it is you are I'm roping pretty it in. I'm pretty accurate, right? Because I know because people. The fuck do we know? <laughs> well, I, I know people who have done these things. We have we have the rodeo here. Um, it's a big thing. Yeah, and I know people who are ropers and, mm-hmm. and riders and stuff. Yeah. So like, so she's getting already, and it, go, it so this book switches perspective pretty frequently. And so when she's about to ride, it's Remington's point of view, and he's f- having this like dread feeling, like she's never going to be allowed to do this again. It's too dangerous for her, and she's having the same feeling about him doing. And it. then when it switches, and he's about to ride, she's having the exact same thoughts. It was just a duplicated scene where the names are switched, mm-hmm. and that was one of the things that I, I that was when I texted you, and I was like, this was written by a bot. Yeah, this was written by a bot. It has to have been because it, it's 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 not just formulaic. It's patterned, mm-hmm. and it's exact thoughts that are almost identical. There was a glaring, glaring typo. Oh, yeah. I didn't even notice this because I glazed over you some of the stuff so towards the end. Because but the typo is that um, suddenly Remy's family has the, uh, the Odell last name for, like, two paragraphs. And I'm like, is there an incest line in this that I missed? What's happening? was a typo. Well, Another reason I think a bot wrote this, but it's not. She's a real person. I found her website. So, mm-hmm. um, before I start breaking out into Toby Keith's Should Have Been a Cowboy. Oh, that's a great song. Because it is currently playing that's in my head. got crazy. Um, just so you all know that the last couple days I've been listening to 90s country in my car. Because it's the best version Because of that's the country I grew up on. Oh, no, it's the best. It like, is if you the listen best. To Kirk, did you read, or did you read, did you listen to the, the remix of Heads Carolina? No. So Cole Swindell, who we love. Oh, we're listening to this when we get off air. Um, got permission to sample that song and then rewrote parts of it. So it's essentially the same exact hook. Yeah. 
And Alicia made me listen to it. And I was like, oh, my God, it's going to be so annoying if they don't have Jodi Messina in there. She's the bartender in the video. Oh, no. I and have so, to watch it But now. when you listen to it, you're going to want to sing their original mm-hmm. lyrics. But it's not because it's modern. I literally just built to that song and on the way home from your parents last night. I hated it. And then I was like, no, I love it. So okay. just a heads up that you can bring back 90s country. The Shania Twain documentary is out right now. It's phenomenal. Yes. Okay. Anyways, um, keep going. I had to say that, though. Martina McBride's Independence Day is not about the 4th of July, period. No. It's about domestic violence. It's, it's a it's a surprise. <laughs> yes. Okay, so. Oh, and we sang Garth Brooks' praises, but he also has an old lady fetish in one of the songs. <laughs> that freaks us out every time we talk about it. So just a, a warning. Real catchy song, though. I still sing it to this day. It's so fine. gross. Okay, so. One out of five stars, Kat. Even less than one if you have to. <laughs> because I'm going to tell you now, I gave it 0.25. Okay, I, I'll i give it a half. You're going to be a little more generous than me? Barely, though. <laughs> I'll give it a half. Um, I think the idea is there. Mm-hmm. The forced proximity, the competitive nature, those are things we've read before, and they do work if done right. Yeah. The issue was it didn't work. It was it wasn't done it right. It was not a difficult read by any means, but it's boring, mm-hmm. unrealistic, mm-hmm. and the characters don't have a lot of substance. We do much better when we have characters that we feel really connected to. Yes, and we didn't get that in this, and no. that is a reality, and that happens sometimes. But it's it's just not. Nothing in this made me want to read any of the other Luckado stories. I don't want anything to do with the entire family. when we've read other ones, we're like, who gets the next book? We want to read the Rebecca next one. Rebecca Weatherspoons. Cowboys Alicia Rye. Of, Cowboys of California, Alicia Rye. Like, we have all these people interconnected and we want to read. Who's the other one that we did? The one where she's actually a princess? In Alyssa Call. Yeah. So when we have interconnected books... The author's job is to introduce a character that might be secondary tertiary that we want to know more about mm-hmm. and lead us to that opportunity. I, there was this not a has single none one. of that. And I don't know if that's because this is supposed to be the most recent one. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have anything that comes after it because the way that she talks about it, she only writes what she's inspired to write. And these characters come to her is what the note said in the back of the book. And I didn't even read that. And I read all of the acknowledgments. Listen, I was It's done. at the very end. Not the end of that, oh. of her book. It's at the end and of the other the one. Okay. I didn't. Um, It was just. Not great. Good idea. Decent, like, fleshing out of the, the plan. Mm-hmm. And then it just dropped. Yep. Um, It also is worth saying that Jess and I, neither of us are very churchy people in any way for various reasons. We don't have anything <laughs> against that. But the continual pattern of having to go to church and that being, like, a staple is not something that we connect to. And that may have been part of the the issue the of issue. feeling connected. Having to go to church every Sunday with this And especially conservative cowboy church. Yeah, That's no. a whole different beast. It's not Westboro. No. I want to make sure we understand. It's not the same as, like, Westboro Baptist where it's they hate not, everything. It's not life church But it's either. also not... It's not something we connect to. No, personally. no. And I went to Mormon church and Jehovah's Witness church, and I've been to Catholic church. I've been to Southern Baptist church. I've been to one where they spoke in tongues. That was scary. Mm-mm-mm. Now, mind you, I want you all to know that this these churches were in a two and a half square mile radius. Oh, sure. Um, so with that talk of Talk Cowboy to Me done, let's discuss our next um, genre, uh-huh. subgenre. Yep. 
Cat, are you ready? Yes. It's motorcycle club. Yeah. I don't know how. Is it I motorcycle feel. shapeshifter or just motorcycle? It's just motorcycle. Okay. But you can make a motorcycle sh- shapeshifter if you yeah. want. The problem is I'd have to find a good one that's in print and not through a weird app. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> because as of right now, because that would actually take us into our Halloween reads, which I'm really excited about for our Halloween. You I can mean, still read it. It's still good. Yes. All right. So our next one is actually going to be called ride hard by laura k so many puns this was actually suggested to me by my friend beth who actually suggested seven by katie robichaud that we read earlier this year and i loved so we'll see if she has spurned me (laughs) or if we actually like it um i'm hoping i like it um and then just a little heads up before we let you go um this is going a little bit long but our schedule might be a little willy-nilly coming up um cat doesn't live in tucson anymore and finding time where the both of us are able to sit down and record and be in the groove of things is a little bit difficult and cat is about to move again (laughs) Possibly two more times. Possibly two more times. So we're we'll I'll do my best to you know stay on track as far as like the reading of the book mm-hmm. and being prepared to discuss when we can schedule it. Yep. But as far as the scheduling goes, like week weeknights are really difficult for me, yep. not just because of work, but because now I live with a toddler yep. and that's just difficult. Some, some nights unrealistic and some yes. nights it's fine. So um, there might so be times, depends. yeah, there might be times where you would think an episode should come out and it might not, um, case in point, this one should have come out, what, a week Last and a half week, ago? yeah. It didn't. Um, and it just worked out that Kat was in Tucson. Um, so that helped. But if it gets to that point and it's a little weird, just hold tight. We'll get you. We'll get the next one out. We'll get there. It's um, not that we're quitting. It's not that we're, like, giving up or, like, overwhelmed. We are getting into the we are getting into the swing of things in a new way because it is new for the both of us. Yeah, once I'm settled, like within the next month, once we're settled in the new house and we know for sure Mm -hmm. that that's where we're parked. Yes, (laughs) um, the schedule will pick back up. It's just the not knowing the timing of things Mm -hmm. has been. a really weird wrench to throw into plans. Yeah. And if we have to skip a book every once in a while, we might have to do that just to get us back on track. My goal is to be completely on track for October because it is Monster Mash. Yeah. And I cannot wait to read the two books that we have selected for Monster Mash. Okay. That's Um, fine. So we'll see. I mean, it might be that. It might be that we just push Monster Mash into November and then say fuck it to our November books because they're military and who really wants to read a military novel? I'm kind of scared of November. Part of me is like, we should try it. But the other part is like, no, no, no. Yes. Um... Yeah, so we'll figure that out. We'll try to update when we know for sure mm-hmm. when we'll post. Yep. Um, through Instagram like we, we normally do, maybe a little in advance so you guys know what mm-hmm. to read. And on Twitter. So yeah. um just just if you're a diehard Bear with us. We're sorry. Mom. <laughs> so I think That's really who it is. My but... diehard is is my mom, but it's fine. So we'll get back on track and um until next time remember that bad bitches read romance. Bye. Bye.